Welcome. It is Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to be a wet and soggy Las Vegas the next couple of days. I'm Aaron Phillips, the neighborhood watchman right here. Mr. Matt Mullins here. You'll notice, so we're missing somebody today. It's a little, like, younger in here, a little <laughs> less old school. Is this a, is this a no Bruno San Martino show? What's, who's that? Who's that? Exactly. You notice that the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chief, is not with us today. He is a little under the weather, and that's okay. You know, take the time off. Health first. We believe that around here. But, Chief, we are thinking of you. We love you. Miss you. You better be watching. You better. I'm sure. I'm sure if he is, he'll let us know for yeah. sure. Um, but, anyway, we got to give you tingly feeling somewhere else. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. If you're watching us on Facebook, thank you so very much. If you're watching us on YouTube, that's just as well. Whether it's on our pages, WWDB-TV is great. Call us, 702-992-3207. lot to talk about last week. TNA had a great show in town. Next week, TNA. not that TNA, John. Uh, although one time, that's like what people both. thought it was, right? <laughs> huh? Might as well have been, right? Uh, and then, of course, next week, Royal Rumble. Yeah. So we're kind of like in between. This is like a great week of past and upcoming, yeah? Yeah. A lot to talk about, which means next week we're on for two hours. Two. Two hours. 9 to 11 a.m. next week to talk about Royal Rumble. And Wait, is that next week? That's next week. Yes. Very good. The 27th. But uh, how was your week since we last met? My week was really busy. Was it? It's a lot of... How busy was it? <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Carson. Like 70 hour work week that turned into more responsibility than I thought. Oh, uh -oh. do you get paid extra when you do that stuff at the killing? Do you get paid extra when you take on a manager yeah. role at the restaurant, yeah. not just security? Oh, that's good. <coughs> so, how many hours did you work this week that your tootsies are hurting? <laughs> 70. Wow, 70 hours. That's a lot. <laughs> My feet already hurt. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to do all this stuff while I'm there because hopefully it's slow and right. nothing happens. And then turned into, oh, yeah, by the way, you're managing the place and you're going to be on your feet for the next seven hours. Oh, my God. Welcome. Thank you for coming. You know, it's a long day when you go to bed and your feet hurt and you wake up and they hurt just as much. <laughs> That's true. Man. I woke up to pee and almost fell over. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, my God, my foot. <laughs> Uh, that's a terrible rough. that's a terrible feeling when you try to get out of bed and you can't make it and you know you got to go to the bathroom <sighs> anyway uh especially well i am stent free so i don't have to worry about that anymore i announced that last week thank goodness i disappear like five times no only four this week <laughs> uh no we're good we're, we are very why do you think it's gonna rain during the next couple of days around there anyway listen we got a lot to talk about but of course we never get anything started unless we do one thing and that is story time with Matt. Hope I did that justice. And now here is your storytelling host, Matt Mullen, the Mr. Rogers of the Fremont Street neighborhood. Take it away, Matt. What's happening in the neighborhood? I got a short but a good one. All right. I was walking around the courtyard, and one of the Kim that works at the Hollywood uh, movie prop place. Oh, yeah. She gets off the elevator, and she sees me, and she's like, hey, somebody's sleeping in the elevator. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so I go around the thing. I hit both buttons on the elevator, expecting to see somebody sleeping when the door is open. But when the doors open, this woman is crawling at me, screaming. And almost at a reflex, my foot went back, ready to kick. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Was a Randy Orton punt on the way? Uh, it was close. <laughs> and then she eventually like stood up and hobbled, saying her foot hurt, and was screaming the whole way out of the building. Oh, my gosh. I was just like, get... She's like, my feet hurt. I was like, lay off the meth. Maybe buy some socks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and all these people are watching by Denny's. I was like, welcome to Fremont Street. <laughs> For your entertainment pleasure. Everyone just. <laughs> you should carry around a tip jar when you do that shit. You know, and everybody's watching. Tips, please. Entertainment here for you. <laughs> I was really thinking about wearing a GoPro and just like uploading <laughs> it all to. I was about to say that. Get a, get a GoPro. 
Bring it in every week. That would be great. That would be a new. You can then you can then telestrate. Right. Uh, what what we're watching. <laughs> That's a, do, would you have to get a consent from anybody to do that? Like the bums or people that you have to deal with. Can, have to put can like you a, sign this first? <laughs> All you have to do is put up like a sign that says like filming in progress or something. There you go. Like a, you get a little A-frame, something that says filming in progress, uh, stand back. That would be pretty fun. That would, well, it would be funny for us. I don't know if it's funny for the people you'll be filming. But you know what would have been – although we did – you showed us the video. I don't know if we played it here, but that guy that went down the rally, <laughs> when he went halfway down, then that would have been – I mean, we saw it. But, I mean, that would have been interesting to tell us straight <laughs> for True. sure. Anyway, well, that that's – but that's a mild week for you. Only the one story? Yeah, it's not – Not much. All right, well. One, two, one, just wait. Just <laughs> – was I can't listen. We told the summer it's when they ramp up because, like, during the winter, like a lot of them hide and figure out places to stay warm. So it's usually kind of slow for us during the winter, honestly. Yeah, just wait till the Super Bowl comes into town. Yeah. Morning, Ronald. Good morning, there, Miss Brandy. I see you sneaking in there. Yeah, we'll we're trying to work on the GoPro idea, uh, Ronald. Um, we take donations. That's right. We take donate. Look at the bottom of the con. Since you're all in the chat room, did you know? There's a thing right above the box, the comment box that says send stars to pin your comment here. You know, if you did that, that would actually help fund the show. <laughs> so if you were so inclined to want to do this thing with stars, like 99 cents, but uh, hey, do that for us because it tells us how much you enjoy the show. So we'd appreciate it. Also, too, don't forget to check out ThoughtsCanAnywhere.com. New merch site is up. Lots of options with all of our with all of our uh, marketing items there. Uh, Brandy Chief is a uh, little under the weather today, so we took the day off uh, to get uh, get everything in order. So hopefully he'll be back with us uh, tomorrow. But uh, yeah, so check out thoughtscanaywhere.com and uh, get some swag, man. Yeah. Right? Listen, Valentine's Day is coming up. Nothing says better than <laughs> creative is full of shit to give your loved one. Not John. only can you buy like shirts and stuff, yes. but you can take whatever design you can buy. Pillows, you can buy bags, you can buy stickers. Bibs? Can I get bibs? I don't think so. No bibs this time? Koozies? There's like a ton of stuff on there. More. There's a lot more options now yeah. than the original store we had. So check it out. Support us, please, with some stuff. John? Yeah, I I was just wondering about a couple of the comments in the uh, in the chat room. There okay. Where they were saying that cheap is under the weather. Uh-huh. Aren't we all under the weather? We're under the clouds, I guess, technically. Well, isn't that the weather? Theoretically. He's just a little tingly in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get a leg up. But anyway, um, <laughs> listen. Apparently we, the pill got stuck in his throat. That's, that's, <laughs> anyway, love you, Chief. We do miss you because that means, you know, we can't talk about all the good stuff <clears throat> we normally do in Raja. So be prepared for next week. It's a two-hour show yeah, next we're week. We're saving it all up. Thank God. Hey, we'd have to have two hours next week just to catch up on Rousing Chief from this oh, week. Oh, hell yeah. But we got Royal Rumble next week and two hours to just sort of get Chief caught up on, on all the Rousing. All right, let's get started with a couple of rumors here. <laughs> Rumor is that Brock Lesnar is going to return shortly or maybe sometime before the Royal Rumble, maybe in the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar, I know for a lot of people, I, I know Brandy, I think, is not a huge fan of, of Brock coming back and all these things. What's your thoughts on Brock coming back? He's got to be done at some point, don't you think? You would think at some point, but I was watching, I was also watching like this YouTube video and they were like quizzing each other of who was the top five earners in WWE in 2023. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns makes five million, apparently. Brock makes 12. Jeez. And he was barely there. Well, neither wow. was Roman, but Roman yeah, but was there a lot more than Brock I was just going to say, Roman, what, wrestled on 11 pay-per-views or 11 shows or something last wrestled year? Wrestled like 11 times. Right, 11 times. That's what it is. And Brock is usually, what, the major pay-per-views, uh. right? I mean, so, uh, look, you know, it's sort of – it's sort of. Um, we were talking about this before we went on the air about Elvis Presley, right? Yeah. I mean, Elvis's birthday was just last week or 10 days ago. He has been gone for, what, 50 years almost? He is still the number one money-earning entertainer dead. <laughs> so what does it say about the, the, the part-time big-name wrestlers that come back when they're making more money working four, five, six dates a year when you got a guy like Seth Rollins busting his ass, you know, as much as he does? Now, we may lose him because of an injury, but I, I don't think Seth Rollins is making anywhere near the kind of money those guys are. He's pretty close. He makes like four and a half. 
Well, yeah, but four and a half is not 12. No. And and certainly, to me, four and a half on Seth for the way he wrestles and how often he wrestles and doing what he's done with that belt is a hell of a lot more valuable to me than 12 million for Brock who's going to show up four or five times. You would figure like Rollins and Cody would be one and two just off like how often they wrestle. Yeah. The merch sell. Right. Well, they got beaten up by R-Truth last week. So I don't know if merch is a good comparison (laughs) right now. But no, no. But look, you get what you pay for, I guess. But to me, my money is I'd rather see the guy who's there busting his butt as often as a guy like Seth has uh, and be paid rightfully so. And I like, you know, look, what Roman's done since he's back from the leukemia and the change, and we 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 talk about it every week. Yeah, I mean, he's worth the money when you look at the overall picture of the story of the bloodline since he's been back. But the wrestling value, I mean, last night he was on SmackDown to do the contract signing, yeah. took an RKO uh, from, from Randy. But, I mean, does that help anybody's palate for wanting to see Roman in the ring more often? It doesn't for me. No. So it, it's it'll be interesting. So a lot, lot of talk going on now uh, regarding uh, Lesnar's return. Uh, maybe this might be the last time we see him. I mean, how do you bring Lesnar back? Because usually he comes back as a heel. Yeah. And, and he put over Cody a big way when they ended their match last time. Yeah. How do you bring Brock back? You can't bring him back as a heel, I don't think, If you at the end, based on that. The only way I want him to come back is at the Royal Rumble. I want to see him eliminate Gunther so we can finally get this Gunther versus Brock Lesnar match mm-hmm. that everyone wanted to see last year. Here's the thing with that, though. You know, if that when when that would happen, because I think it's going to happen. I, we're all in agreement. We'd love to see that happen. Do you really think Brock, though, could, quote unquote, dethrone Gunther and become IC champ or... Does that just become a match of heavyweights with no belt on the line under the presumption Gunther, Gunther loses the belt at some point before that match? I would assume Gunther loses the Intercontinental title before that because I don't think Lesnar would even go for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. The way he seems to have like creative control over what he does, apparently. Right. I mean, this would just be a battle of behemoths, so to speak, strong yeah. guys. I mean, almost like what we saw in the three-way between Sheamus, Drew, and Gunther, you know, the, that pay-per-view. Uh, I I, I would that would be a match like you always say, take my money. Yeah. Gunther and Brock would just be ridiculous. Um, you know, in, in a ring, it would be that would definitely put asses in seats for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, interesting though. I mean, to me though, but if you do that, Gunther's a heel, that would make sense. So is Gunther in the did he declare for the Royal Rumble? Do you know? Yeah, he did. He did on Monday. So Brock maybe comes back in somewhere, like you said, that maybe he comes in as a, a entrant into Royal Rumble, Gunther tosses <clears> him out. And then that maybe kicks off the feud for the two of them, maybe for WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't think anybody would cry over seeing those two at WrestleMania, (laughs) especially if Seth can't make it to WrestleMania. They'll need another high-profile match with Seth's uh, knee injury, the ACL, and ligament damage after, of all people, going against Jinder Mahal. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's it's too bad because, again, you talk about a workhorse. Seth's been the guy for, for a number of years. So what he does in the ring is phenomenal in the way he 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 exudes as a champion. Whether you like his character or not, with the flamboyant ring attire and the whoa, you know, sing, I like the singing part where the crowd just gets into it. Yeah, so do I. But it would be a shame if he's unable to make it because of his of his knee. But time will tell. I guess yeah. I guess we'll learn more. We'll find out Monday. Exactly. Uh, good morning, Duke. Good to see you in there, my friend. By the way, congratulations. Duke to earning that uh, championship cup that you got uh, that I saw on on uh, Facebook this morning. He was my, I, I Duke was my breakout star for 2024, and he won a big big oh. cup uh, at a tournament this past week. So oh yeah, congratulations! Absolutely good. Oh Thomas Burnett's in there. You're late, and I'm glad Ronald shared that. All right, let's keep going. What's the other rumor? Rumor is Trinity, <clears throat> formerly known as Naomi, will finish with TNA this weekend at the Orlando tapings. Will she be at Royal Rumble or go somewhere else? If she's taping shows in Orlando, those shows usually cover what two weeks worth of programming. Yeah. Right. Would they be well? Royal Rumble's next week, so if she's filming shows for the next two weeks. How could she appear at Royal Rumble while her tapings are running on the other network for the other brand? I, I don't know how that could work. Well, if she only did the one match during the tapings, it would air this Thursday. Okay. Because. I guess it's not. I wrote it as a rumor like last night when I woke right. up this morning. She was like, her and Jordan Grace had like a rematch. And then she said basically goodbye over the microphone saying thanks TNA for the time and oh. all that kind of stuff. So 
She's right. definitely on her way out. Mm. Somewhere. I mean, really, at this point, no other place makes sense for her other than coming back to WWE. Yeah. I mean, I even, I even saw one crazy prediction with her coming back that maybe is the time that uh, Reigns turns on Paul because Paul hasn't been able to take care of business and fix, you know, the the four, fatal four-way match and all of that. Maybe he's right. You know, Trinity comes back as, quote-unquote, their manager per se, or I, I don't know, but... I want to say, I would listen. It would be an interesting twist if she comes back, joins the bloodline right away as an active participant. Now you've got a great heel on heel. And I know we get into this conversation, but if it would ever happen, bloodline judgment day, you know, you got all the parts to face each other there. I'd like to you see know? it. But uh, that, that's what, that's what. So, really, the question is to everybody out there do you think we will see? Sorry, I'm just reading the messages. Naomi <laughs> slash Trinity. For Royal Rumble coming up, and then I love surprises. Who do you think will be surprised to Royal Rumble next week? Some names have been floated if you've been reading stuff online, but uh, who knows? Be interesting. True. We'll get into that next week. With that, that's what we call a segue and a tease to a commercial. You're watching Thoughts Get Anywhere. Matt and I will be back. Chief, hopefully you get better, my friend. We miss you. See ya. We'll be right back. Dilo Brown, if you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world, Thoughts count anywhere, every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey, everybody. Aaron Phillips, and I am standing with Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thought counts anywhere. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. This is your warlord of weird symbology, and you are watching Thoughts Count. Anywhere, right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts got anywhere, and that's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Aloha, this is April Hong, the Royal Hawaiian from Globe, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, welcome back. What's up? By the way, the Sin Bodhi episode, we keep talking about it uh, two weeks ago. Great. Again, thank you, Sin, for doing that with us. We're closing in on 100,000 views for that show with Sin Bodhi. And even That's last week. he doesn't clown around. No, he doesn't. He threatens everybody. If you don't watch, he's going to come kick the shit out of you. He's going to stick his goats on you. <laughs> he's even got the Undertaker hiding that's right, in Death Valley, where that's right, he hasn't found them yet. And then last week, show, listen, I don't know what's going on in the last couple of weeks, but thank you to all the viewers, man, all around the world that are checking in. With last week's show, you said is popping 80,000 views. Yeah. Listen, folks, for all of you who know people as a business, or if you have a business, you're watching us, guys, 80,000 views, 100,000 views in one or two weeks. How much would it cost you to try to get in front of that many people in one hour or even in a week? Well, a we can plethora a money. plethora of money, a humongous <laughs> amount, but not with us. Guys, if you want information on how to promote whatever it is that you're doing, man, reach out to us. You can reach out to us on our website. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page. You can reach out to Matt or myself on Facebook. Let's just talk. Let's give you the information. Yeah. I mean, that's 200,000 people in about a two-week period that we've reached through the show. Plus, our Instagram just hit 100,000 followers. Yeah, Instagram, 100,000. Right on. So, guys, we're growing. You guys better hop on the train <laughs> if you want to take your business sorry this train isn't going to derail no. <laughs> john said john said immediately went down we were talking I'm, anyway i'm not i'm, no, not, don't, I'm not jumping in on no don't do it i'll no. save mine for me there you go uh but anyway join us come on folks we would love to have you as part of the crew all right let's get into some wwe news we again we touched on it um seth knee uh torn uh, acl ligaments May be available for WrestleMania 40. Uh, certainly, I can't imagine wrestling for any way, shape, or form a Royal Rumble in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but don't you think, I mean, I, I've never heard of like rest or PT healing, uh, you know, tears in the knees or ACLs. That's got to be a surgery of some sort. Luckily, it's his MCL, not his ACL. Oh, it's the MCL. Sorry. Uh, MCL surgery takes like three months to heal. Mm -hmm. So 
he might be ready for WrestleMania if he like has surgery like Tuesday if he needs it. <laughs> Last Tuesday, you mean? Yeah, in the morning. In the morning. Right, exactly. But I wonder what it's going to do for WrestleMania because this CM Punk versus Seth Rollins thing is supposed to be like a lock by now. Yeah, that's that's what they said. So they're talking about other options. I mean, you've got what, let's say Seth can't make it. Um, who would you like to see Punk go against? I think the next name that's been coming up is Drew, right? I think no matter what little tournament they do or whatever, it's going to turn into Damian Priest cashing in. Mm. Possibly on Raw. I don't know. Like, if they might, like, have Seth, like, wrap the hell out of his knee and being like, I can get one more match and then I'm going to have, like, surgery and then, like, Priest cashes in. And then he gets written off to do that. Okay. Or they just give CM Punk the title now and it turns into. Punk versus like Drew McIntyre. The last thing I want to the last thing I want to see, in in my opinion, is if they do have to strip uh, Seth of the title because of the injury. I don't want to see. Okay, give me the belt. All right, CM Punk, here you go. I don't want to see that. I I, I'd rather see a mini tournament, a fatal four way or something, or three way or whatever you guys want to do. I want to see a winner get the belt. I want to see somebody earn the belt. I don't think they're going to hand it to anybody, but well, no, I, I. Listen, stranger things have happened, haven't it, around the the world of wrestling? It's happened before. Right, exactly. Just look at the ladies' tag team when, uh, what's her name, Sonya Deville got hurt. Uh, Nivens walks in, all of a sudden she's the champ, right? Well, they weren't, they lost. I think they're going to give CM Punk, like, his WrestleMania moment and, like, have him win the belt there, if anywhere. Mm. Okay. Somebody just put in a Ronald says he'd like to see Gunther and Punk. That would be interesting. That too. (laughs) Gunther would, (laughs) Brunette says... (laughs) Punk would die. He would get killed. Uh, <laughs> crazy. But yeah, He's I mean, it's fragile. It, 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 uh, it, it, it casts a big shadow over WrestleMania with not having Seth there. But fortunately, there's enough top stars on that main event level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. You want to see Seth and Punk. The natural storyline is there because of everything that, that Seth said when Punk left and all that stuff. The storyline is there, just like it was with Becky and Nia Jax. The storyline is right there. Not to have it immediately at this point because of an injury, I think that's what we all want to see. But again, like I said, we've got enough, you know, A-level main event talent, which we just threw. Look, you know who's lurking in the background who I haven't talked about? Sheamus. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the Rumble to get, sure. get, get, to get back. But I think there's enough talent there that I don't think we'll be disappointed in any match that is, may have to be recarded because of that. They'll be back of our minds saying, boy, I really wish. Sure. But I think some of the match the matchups they can make will make us forget about that at that point in watching a WrestleMania. True. They have so much main event talent in that company right yeah. now that they can just plug and play like a lot of people. But yeah. The one thing of WWE compared to like all like compared to like AEW, because of their lack of storylines, they're not mostly invested in as many AEW wrestlers as you are in WWE wrestlers. Right. right. So when like a WWE wrestler gets here, you're like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> That's right. You like I'm looking here. forward to this, this, and this. Like an AEW wrestler gets hurt. It's like who's yeah. I wonder when they're coming back. <clears throat> exactly. Who's next? Speaking of who's next, again, this is one of these tangents. I apologize. Bill Goldberg's son um had was like minutes away from committing to Alabama. Then the story broke about Nick Saban retiring. So now he's transferring to Colorado, the Buffaloes with Deion Sanders, because Goldberg played football at the same time Sanders did. They're friends. And so now Goldberg's son is going up to Buffalo. That was such a dumb move. <laughs> I mean, look. I read that and I was like, <laughs> you don't want to go to like one of the top three football programs in the country. But you want to go to the, was it like four and 12 Colorado Buffaloes? <laughs> I, I get it. Um, you can't compare the Alabama pro. Well, again, you know, with Saban not there, we really don't know what the future of the Alabama program may look like moving forward. But just the name in the history of Alabama, it's like going to Ohio State, regardless, or Michigan yeah. or Penn State, you know, um, it's just because of who's what the school is and what it means to pro football, to uh, college football. But hey, listen, maybe there was something in the transfer portal that Goldberg said, hey, you know what, let's just make this easy. Dion, what can we do? Boom, boom. I'm sure the guy, the kid had to have gotten some level of commitment of playing time to make that transfer. But yeah. anyway, I digress. We mentioned gold, we were mentioning acts and stuff. So it's one of those shows like chasing the red light if you're a cat. Anyway, uh, speaking of injuries, I did not know this, but our truth 
revealed he almost lost his leg from an infection after the surgery he had found his quad tear last year. That's crazy. Yeah, he was in the hospital and he had like a he woke up and there was like a hole in his knee. It said the bacteria was like eating his knee from the inside. And they realized it was a staph infection that turned into MRSA that turned into something else. And the doctor was like, hey, if we don't get this like under control, you yeah. might lose your leg. Jeez. I mean, that's scary to think about. I mean, the surgery to go to go through a surgery at that level <sighs> has got to be scary enough because you, I guess there's got to be questions in the back of your mind about your career. Can I still do this? Can I still uh, do that on the knee? Charlotte, God bless her. She's rehabbing from everything we see and she's only a couple of weeks out. But I'm sure at some point she's going to think about, do I really want to do the flip off the top of the ring post anymore? You know, that sort of thing. And so now here you're faced with even the worst possibility. Hey, my bet, my leg now is infected. I could lose it, which means I can't walk. I can't play with my kids. I can't, I, I just, that, that's the fact that he's back and he's doing what he's doing. God bless him. I mean, I missed yeah. him. I absolutely missed him. When he showed up from behind the couch a couple of pay-per-views ago, I nearly fell off my seat. It was so great to see him. Our truth must be protected at all costs. That man is a national treasure. Absolutely. And we we talked about this last week, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, right. He better Definitely. be. He better be. If not, we'll induct him into the TCA Hall of Fame. That's all. We'll take care of it on this end. All right. Uh, Roxanne Perez wins the number one contender match on NXT and will face the champion at Vengeance Day. That's going to be a good match. Roxanne Perez is like one of those ones that are right there about getting into the main roster. Right. I think they just need to build up their the NXT women's division just needs to get like a little step higher to like start bringing people over to the main roster so okay. they have like talent there to Makes sense. keep going. And we would think that that's why the likes of uh, Natalia and Becky – did Asuka go down there this year? I don't yeah. remember. So that's what I would think that's part of the reason why some of the main talent went down there to work with, with some with the ladies down there. Um, but it was interesting. And I didn't realize this, that the that the event turned into a fatal four-way when it got down to the final four participants, yeah. which is a unique twist on a Royal on a Rumble, yeah. source, which is interesting. I mean, would you like to see that in a men's Rumble? I wouldn't mind. Because yeah. <laughs> it prevents the one person from laying outside the ring the whole time. Waiting, right? And the, well, the guy wins, and all of a sudden the person gets cloaked from behind with the person who's been laying wait outside. You know, it's like how Miz would hide under the ring for a couple of years. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, so good, good. Congratulations to Roxanne, and hopefully she can get it done at Vengeance Day. Pete Dunn returns on SmackDown. No more being Butch. Did you hear the comment that I've got? Which guy in the opposing tag team said, "I prepared for Butch, not Pete Dunn. That's why we <laughs> lost." <laughs> is this Ezekiel all over again? I mean, what the hell? You know, um, so good for him. He'd been clamoring to want to go back to that persona for yeah. a while. So good for him. And he, they got uh, got recognized for that. Another injury, Austin Theory, they thought, suffered a concussion uh, last week, apparently, you know, with that botch move uh, with Swerve. Was Swerve, was it? Oh, was it was it? Uh, Carmelo. Carmelo, Hayes. sorry. Yeah, Carmelo. He's okay. Grayson Waller's okay. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Carmella wanted to have a rematch and, uh, Austin kind of backpedaled a little bit. Grayson Waller steps in and he accepted the match for Austin theory. So we'll see where <laughs> that one goes, but at least look, concussions are no, no, there's no physical tear like a knee, but we know historically how bad concussions can be for someone oh, down the line. Yeah, so sure. I'd rather see someone be safe than sorry. That's for sure. WWE to release info on <laughs> WWE 2K24. On the twenty second, which is Monday, I'm excited. What What are you excited about in this game? Because I don't, I don't do the game, so I don't, I don't know. There's been a bunch of rumors <laughs> that they're gonna make like the story mode about Bray Wyatt, like the history of his career. Mm. But there's also been like rumors they might do Cody Rhodes. I'm really hoping the Bray Wyatt thing happens. Sure, sure. Because I want to see like all the different versions of like Bray Wyatt, and it's like it is pretty entertaining to like go through like the story mode of those games. Sure. So can you have a Husky Harris wrestle Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Positive, yeah, I mean, think about that. If they go uh, through it, like they always have, like when they had the Cena one, they had like twenty different Cena matches. <laughs> so he had like a character of John Cena, like every color he ever wore. <laughs> Doctor Thugonomics and everything. Yeah. Wow. That see, <clears throat> Zelina Vega posted something yesterday. She was asking them before the game gets released if she would she wants something. I don't know if it was an entrance or a move or there was something she specifically requested that they would consider putting into the game for her character in there. Um, so you can check that out on, I think it was on, on sorry, on X, I almost said Twitter. Um, 
but yeah, so I, listen, the games, you know, when did, when did gaming become, so, I mean, gaming, gaming has been big for a long time. So think we were talking about collectibles earlier this morning, John and Sean and myself about how back in my day, we had baseball cards and we were putting them in spokes. You know, we didn't give a shit about the condition. So the, the way collectibles, and of course, through Scott, we see all of that industry through his eyes. Oh yeah. What, you know, gaming now, like when I first bought my first game on Atari, it was Pong. <laughs> Every 30 minutes, the ball would go, boop, and you can order pizza by the time it gets to the other side. You know, how big how big gaming overall has just become is tremendous. True. Even since I was a kid, I felt like the graphics were <laughs> awesome. And now you look at it now, you're like, am I watching TV or playing a game? Right. Because, Jesus. That's, I mean, that's that's technology, right? Whatever you make today is obsolete tomorrow because of how everything advances. The right? only annoying thing about those games is like when somebody comes back when you know they're in the middle of making it, like CM Punk came back in November. You wonder if there's enough time to put CM Punk in WWE 2K24. Mm. Because if they don't, a lot of people are going to be furious. Yeah. Well, we'll see when it comes out uh, later this week. Um, something Robert, uh, what Babcock puts in there is quite interesting. Guess referees uh, as an option in, in the game would be interesting. Oh, it? yeah. They used to have that. They took it out like a while ago. So he's, they he's, put it back in. He's glamoring for it to get back in. And I don't. Uh, uh, shut up, Renette. Can you block him for the rest of the show, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> you could order pizza wait, back wait, wait. in the Pong base. And we actually had to go get it. We didn't have this Uber Foods and Eaton. DoorDash. Go ahead, John. So I just realized that Thomas and Ronald are the Matt and Chief of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. You know, when Chief had a DoorDash food when he was a kid, they had to use the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Here comes the Wells Fargo uh, the, the, the wagon coming down the road. Pizza! Woohoo! You know, that's, that's, that's it's funny. It's there in six months or it's free. <laughs> uh, uh, Babcock says CM Punk will be a downloaded character. He should okay. be. Well, he's here. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's probably going to help sales too, right? All right, a couple other items uh, before we get to uh, – you know what? You want to go to Hard to Kill results? Or yeah. Just, you want to do AEW first? Is there anything on AEW? Kill. All right, let's hard go to, to Hard to Kill. Um, I know Matt was there, Chief, Scott. Uh, was Ryan there? I see him pop. Was Ryan in there? Ryan was at the pay-per-view. Yeah. He was at the pay-per-view. Um, Chief wasn't. No, that's right. He said he went, but he went the next day. He went tapings. to the TV tapings. Right. Yeah. I know he was He was there somewhere along the line. Steve Macklin defeated Rich Swan. I think that was a pre-show, wasn't it? That was it? a pre-show. That should have been on the pay-per-view. Absolutely. I, I was surprised with that. Um, Joe Hendry, uh, AJ Francis segment. Oh, AJ, my God. That was hilarious. That was top dollar, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. that the guy from WWE? Yeah. And Joe Hendry like made this music video. His, like, AJ Francis came out and like was trying to premiere his music video, and he got interrupted by Joe Hendry. And Joe Hendry's like, "I made a music video for you," and he made fun of how he like flipped over the top rope. Gotcha. And then AJ Francis like posted all these pictures when he had like the Cheese Its Championship. <laughs> so the whole song is about Cheese Its <laughs> and Jeez. him. I'll play it for you after the thing, okay, but. It was hilarious. All right. Good for entertainment value at that moment, right? Uh, Brian Myers and Eddie Matthews defeated Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. Apparently, there was a little kerfuffle after the match. What happened? I think it was that Eric accidentally hit Kazarian during the match. So Kazarian turned on him after the match and laid him out. That was another pre-show match, too. Pre-match shows are... I'm surprised like all of this wasn't on the pay-per-view. Well, we but... talked about that last week when we looked at the list of pre-show. We're like, why not? I guess if you're trying to get like a bunch of people to watch the pay-per-view, put a couple of bangers on the pre-show and be like, I guess. all right, if the pre-show is this good, how's the pay-per-view <laughs> going right. to be? And, well, from that standpoint, that's good marketing. Absolutely. That's yeah. a good thought. That's a good thought. So they had some great pre-show. Um, all right. this point, Crazy Steve defeated Tommy Dreamer to win the Digital Media Championship. It was a good match until, like, the plastic forks came out. And Tommy Dreamer got, like, cannonballed into some forks and lost the belt. Plastic forks. Plastic forks. Plastic. Were they, were they, were they sporks? Yeah. Or regular? They were sporks. sporks. It looked like it from where we were. God. I was waiting to hear what, like, Bully Ray was going to, like, rip this match apart on Monday. Oh but gosh. I didn't hear it. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. All right. So, uh, new digital media championship. Giselle Shaw wins knockouts ultimate X. That was a good match. And 
when me and Scott were watching, he was watch Giselle win this thing. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Is Jay Vidal still with her, kind of yeah. managing valet, whatever? Now, did yeah. he perform? Did he have a match himself? On the TV Not, tapings. On the TV tapings he did? That was funny. He came out and was like, I'm from Vegas. And just started ripping on the crowd. Uh, well, and then PCO the came out, and you can guess how that went. <laughs> he didn't last very long, I can imagine. It was like three moves. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's too bad. But at least he got a chance to perform at home, which, yeah. is, which is good, right? Uh, all right. PCO defeated Dirty Dango uh, by DQ. And then uh, the match was restarted as a six-man tag. Uh, PCO, Jake something, and Rhino defeated Dirty Dango, Bravo, and was that Prudius? Who uh, was uh, Vladimir Kozlov in WWE. Ah, and okay. That goes by another name. Gotcha. They lost. Gotcha. It was a good match. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Decay defeated MK Ultra to win the KO Tag Team Championships. The knockouts title. Yes. Knockout. I thought Kevin Owens' title. I didn't realize he had his own title. <laughs> It was cool to see DK back after I didn't like the other version of Jessica Havoc and whatever they were trying to do with Rosemary. They should be exactly where they are. Mm -hmm. New tag team champions. So we'll see what they do with the knockouts tag team division. Gotcha. What is their what is their female tag division look like? Is it how would you rate them one to ten? Their tag? The women's uh, tag division. Probably like a two or three. There's not many of them. Yeah. So is it is there major importance for women's tag team titles then if their division's not there and there really isn't much? <laughs> not really. I don't even think Impact has like a huge emphasis on them because like the whole week leading up to Hard to Kill. Right. Like Scott D. Moore would be like, here's the new titles for this and exchange the titles with the champions. But they didn't do it with the knockouts tag titles until like the very last, like almost right before the pay-per-view. Wow. Even after the TNA world title, it was like they forgot. <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh, one more thing, right? Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Well, hopefully, is there a way, I mean, there again, there are so many potential, uh, you know, female wrestlers out there, even on the indie circuit. Yeah. Can they bolster it to make it something? Oh, they definitely you can. Know? I mean, are there, enough, are there enough indie wrestlers? Are they getting enough wrestlers? Because you have, again, you have uh, uh, you had Deanna Parasso just left, you know, AEW now. And, and who's out there that can really, if they sign, there's no chance they're going to sign Sasha Banks. Her name is not being connected to them at all. But I know that singles, we're talking tag. Is there enough talent out there to really rebuild a women's tag division for, for TNA? If Scott D'Amour was to watch one UWW show, he could, like, <laughs> go through the talent of that place and just... Yeah, the Renegade Twins and whatnot. Yeah, that's, If they were to put true. the Renegade Twins on there... Well, they do wrestle. Put Lady Tapa and yeah. Impact. Yeah, that's true. Miranda Alizea would love to see on TV every mm -hmm. week. You could you go through, like, that whole roster. You can sign, like, nine-tenths of them. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. They're out there. They just have to know where to look for them, right? Yeah. Decay, Defeat. Oh, we just talked about that one. Chris Saban... Defeated Kushida and Vikingo to retain the X Division title. That match was cool. A lot of flippy stuff. I was going to say X's favorite thing. I was going to say X Division. You know, you're going to have the high flyers, right? It was cool when they hit like the Canadian Destroyer on Vikingo, like on the ramp. I heard. And about Vikingo that. was like pretty far on the ramp, and me and Ryan kind of looked at each other, like, "What the hell is he about to run in the ring and do?" He was expecting <laughs> something crazy, and then Saban pinned. Uh, Kushida to retain the title and Vikingo's like trying to get back in the ring. Gotcha. I didn't expect it to end right when it did. I thought Vikingo was going to do something like crazy, crazy, right, right. but he didn't. Well, that's why they keep you on the edge of the seats, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander defeated Alexander Hammerstone. Alexander Hammerstone put on a hell of a performance, but mm -hmm. I think everybody assumed Alexander was going to win. Okay. Did did uh, did Hammerstone has he signed a contract yet with Impact or is it just a one off? I, I don't. I'm asking because I don't I know. I think it's just a one off because okay. he wasn't at the TV taping. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. So, that, but that had to have been a bang of a match. Oh, it was great. These two guys. Uh, ABC win fatal four way to retain <clears throat> the tag team championships. That was a great match too. ABC was super over because of Chris Bay. Oh, yeah, the local. He's yeah. extremely popular in Las Vegas. Sure. You know, at the last uh, Big Valley uh, wrestling show that they did down at uh, uh, high school in Henderson, 
it was uh, uh, Nick Sanders and, and Chris Bay. And I had the opportunity to do commentary oh, nice. on that match. And to be able to call a match that Chris Bay was in was like such an honor uh, to be able to do that. Jordan Grace, your favorite wrestler, <laughs> defeated Trinity to win the knockout uh, champion gross. The knockout championship. Still gross. <laughs> All right. Moose defeated Alex Shelley to win the TNA World Championships. I kind of think everyone saw that coming. Yeah. Didn't, isn't this when, uh, um, uh, Ziggler jumped in at the end of that match. Was that the yeah, same match? Nick right? So yeah, nickname. But again, I I still say Cesaro. I can't say his other. But name. like the one thing during Hard to Kill is they kept playing like these vignettes of like the big surprise. Yeah. And then he saw the blonde hair, and I was like, "Oh, it can't be Sasha. It can't be this. It can't be that." And I'm like, "Dude, if this is Dana Brooke, I'm a freaking trip." And then she was like, during the knockouts match, they showed her during the front row. Right. And I was like, I swear to God, if Dana Brooke is the major surprise in this pay-per-view, I'm never watching TNA again, ever. And then Nick Namath came out, and I was like, all right, I, that's fine. I'm good, right. I can all breathe right. now. <laughs> the crowd, now, I, again, I didn't see the pay-per-view, but what was, did the crowd give him a great a pop when he came out? What was the crowd reaction when he finally, because I think it was kind of expected that maybe, he was going to either be there or AEW, even though he did show up at a New Japan thing, I think, as well. But everyone thought he was going to be at like the New Japan show because like Riddle had like a mystery tag team partner for mm -hmm. like the other show. Right. So everyone assumed like it was Ziggler. Right. Or Nick Namath. Even Nick Namath was like, this is going to take some getting used to. Right. Yeah. It's listen, they're just some guys you know them under their identity. It's hard to go back to straight. Well, like he came out from like the crowd. Yeah, that idea. that place went crazy. So it did. So the, the crowd live was hot for, for him coming through. Oh, yeah, the crowd was hot for like the whole show. Nice. Except Good. for when they showed Ele Ash by Elegant or whatever her name is now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll cross that off the list of indie topics since we're talking about that. Alright, we're going to step aside for our last break of the show because we only have one more segment left. It's amazing how fast the show goes when you're having fun. You're watching Thoughts Cut Anywhere. Matt and myself are here. Chief, we'll be back next week. God willing, health-wise and everything. We miss you. We'll be right back. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday and from No Holds Bar. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Moth, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> What's up, man? It's your boy, Seppo Fatu. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Hi, I'm Sean Tavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends. And thoughts count anywhere. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. Hey, we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning. Thoughts count anywhere. Hey guys, it's Tessa Blanchard and Ozzy, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, welcome back. Thoughts kind of anywhere. We have a lot to talk about uh, with our remaining time. So, uh, listen, we're talking. Jack Perry debuts at New Japan, ripping up an AEW contract in the ring. With everything that happened with Punk, it was also announced Perry's first match with New Japan will also be in Chicago. That hmm. crowd is going to eat him alive. The question, yeah, obviously, the question here is: Is it was it the legit contract? Because we know AEW New Japan. We have New Japan guys coming in AEW, vice versa. So a play of sorts, in my opinion, in my opinion, anyway. I would imagine so, but if he really is like the scapegoat for that whole situation and he's playing it up, he's playing it up real smart. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. Well, it'll be interesting, like you said, when that first event comes into Chicago to see what kind of uh, crowd response uh, he gets. Because, you know, Punk may show up, but not in any official capacity, right? Because uh, WWE won't let him. So no. uh, there won't be anything happening there. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, he's back with the new attitude, ripping up contracts left and right. And so we have contract signings. We're having last night on SmackDown, finally, with for the uh, Fatal 4-Way, which we talked about earlier. Okada announces that he will leave New Japan when his contract expires at the end of the month. Where will he go? Triple H and HBK want him in WWE. Of course, AEW is going to you know, make a play. Everybody's going to try to go after him full-time. Where do you think he's going to show up? I heard AEW... Like offered him a bigger contract, mm -hmm. like to begin with, right? But I don't know. I kind of hope he goes to WWE. It'd be really cool. There's a lot of cool matchups to see. And if Triple H and Shawn Michaels get his way, he might debut when he a forty. And I read that that's something that he personally would love to do at some point. He wants to wrestle in a WrestleMania. That's like everybody's goal when they get into wrestling. Yeah. I think every interview I see that they're like, "Oh, I don't want to be at WrestleMania." or I don't mind doing this. I think you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Especially now that it's everybody nights. gets into this business to either be WWE champion, headline WrestleMania. That's got to be like your main goals getting into like this profession. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like the, it is. It's called the Super Bowl of pro wrestling for WWE. I mean, it is the the pinnacle of a year's worth of of effort. Yeah. You know. So, uh, but you're right. I think I think anybody who says no, nah, I don't want to wrestle Mania, you know, headline. I'll just stick to going to Vegas. You know, whatever. It's like you said, eh, not going to work. All right. Dark Side of the Ring came out, uh, announced their uh, upcoming lineup, which I think is a pretty interesting mix. If you haven't heard. Brutus Beefcake, Harley Race, Buff Bagwell, Kurt Angle, Chris Adams, Sandman, Black Sunday. And then, of course, the question is, when Vince McMahon bought Georgia Championship Wrestling to get access to it. So there's a whole slew here. I am surprised about Chris Adams because didn't they already do something? Was that the A&E one? The A&E. &E. &E okay. I thought I saw Chris Adams with that. We know Kurt Angle's had stuff done. Which is the most intriguing to you that you'd be looking forward to of this lineup? I know, like, the Kurt Angle story a lot. I think the Sandman will probably be an interesting one, just because, mm -hmm. like, who knows what really happened behind, like, closed doors of, like, how crazy he actually got. Right. Same with Buff Bagwell. He's had, like, a real troubled, like, last 10 years. But the Harley Race one I'm probably most excited for. It... um Harley, Harley Race is an interesting name on this list. From the simple standpoint, if Chief were here, I mean, Harley Race is that old school style, right? Yeah. And everybody else pretty much on this list is more the modern era. that we, We've always drawn the modern era at 1990, right? That's always been our internal conversation of old school versus new school. Um, he's really the only one from that time because you really can't. Look, he, he wrestled, what, for WWE well past his prime. Right. I mean, yeah. so to me, he, you you picture him at the time of, you know, Ric Flair and, you know, the NWA and all that stuff. Yeah. That's that's an interesting name that's mixed in here with all of the current, more current names of pro wrestlers that they're going to be highlighting here. I can just see Chief going off about the Black Saturday right. when Vince McMahon bought Georgia Championship <laughs> Wrestling and killed the territory. Yeah. Just to get the TBS time slot. Well, you know, listen, businesses don't grow by sitting around doing nothing. Nope. And and again, people, you know, Vince McMahon, people, the devil, Satan, because he did this and he did that. But you know what, though, if you look, if you if you remove yourself from the wrestling fan perspective, like we all are, and you look at what he's done as a business owner over all of these years and the billions of dollars involved that they've made and, and the merchandise and the international stuff and all the, the TV shows that are offshoots. He was pretty smart as a business guy, don't you think? Oh, yeah, just in the last, like, 40 years or whatever he yeah. was in the business, it went from, like, territories of everyone being in certain places to mm -hmm. what it is today is wild. Yeah, because now you follow suit. If it wasn't for WWE and their style, you wouldn't have an AEW, eh? right? You wouldn't have a TNA. You wouldn't have some of these standalone promotions, uh, which you really never saw, which you saw a lot back in the day, but it was all based on the territory of wrestlers. Yeah. But now it's a worldwide audience, and without a WWE, these other companies 
wouldn't be in existence to try to knock them off the Mount Rushmore of WWE promotions, right? Yeah, whether you love them or hate them, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, none of this would be happening. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, I'd love to know who you think out there that either you'd like to see on a future Dark Side of the Ring or your thoughts on which one you're looking forward to. Uh, Babcock says Sandman and ECW was a crazy time. I think the one thing that comes to mind with Sandman, you know, it comes in through the crowd. He's got the kendo stick and he bashes the, the beer cans on his head and he's bleeding before he even walks into the ring, you know, and and the, the type of audience that, that he captured, uh, the type of following. Um, I, I like the lineup personally. Um, yeah, me too. Because I don't know as much. About, I mean, I watch Harley Race, but I don't know. I, I know some of his, his his wrestling background. But if they go deep into how he got into wrestling like they traditionally do, unless they're going to focus on one particular story in his background, I'm looking forward to learning more about Harley Race yeah. uh, uh, this year in that lineup. So pretty good stuff. Now, speaking of good stuff, if you're an NFL fan, no one can complain about the games last week. <laughs> Great games in, in last week's first round of the wild card playoff. Now, this week, we're in the divisional games, which of course brings your team into fold. But yeah. today, 1 30 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN or your local ABC affiliate, Houston visiting Baltimore, 1 30 p.m. Pacific. Weather's supposed to be about high of 25, uh, winds at about mid to upper teens to low 20 miles per hour. Um, Houston, apparently, before they left for Baltimore, it was like that kind of cold down in Texas, down in Houston where they were. So they've been practicing in that cold for three or four days. Oh, wow. um, we can we can talk about point spreads if you want to. But what's your thoughts on that? Let's just pick them straight up without points. Who do you think is going to win that game? CJ I think Stroud the pressure being... might get to CJ Stroud being a okay. rookie in the playoffs. Okay. And Lamar, o Lamar Jackson you almost said Lamar is. Odom. I almost, I almost did. <laughs> so Lamar Jackson's like. Projected to be MVP. Right. So I still – I think they're going to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC, honestly. But okay. I think the Ravens are taking that game for sure. The, the ASPN billed it as the most likely most valuable player of the year versus the rookie offensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. Because Stroud, you know, he's – There's no way candidate. he's not winning that. Yeah. Um, great game last week uh, against Dallas. You know, they, they went right down the field uh, – not against Dallas. Sorry, Houston. I mean, they just took Cleveland to task and – hate to say it, but they almost made it look easy last week against Cleveland. But I, you know, I think Baltimore, I think Lamar Jackson is on a mission, you know, Harbaugh down there. He just saw his brother win a national championship with Michigan. Um, he might be on his own mission to win a Super Bowl the same year his brother wins a national championship. Mm. I like Stroud. I like Houston. I think it's be a close game because of the weather conditions, if nothing else. But I think Baltimore will come out ahead at home. Green Bay and San Francisco, 5.15 p.m. local time on your five. Yes, sir. 49. 49 what? 49ers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so John's taking the 49ers. They're at home against Green Bay, making the making the trip also, too. It's too Jordan, hot for Green Bay. Jordan, Jordan Love lights out against Dallas. Dallas is not a come-from-behind team. They're a team that tries to get ahead. They, they won the toss. They did something very little teams do. They didn't defer. They took the ball. They went right down the field and scored that first touchdown. Lights out for Dallas. Going into San, I know your pick. I know you're going to pick the Niners. I got to right? think real hard yeah, think about, about this. I'll give you a couple one. of seconds. Can we go to break while he's thinking I'm about this? I'm going to watch the <laughs> cheese get grated <laughs> on Fox at 5:15 and watch the 49ers go to the division smash championship. Smash the Packers. Uh, I agree. I think San Francisco is going to win. Uh, there's the talent. The talent matches up okay. Defense on Green Bay, I'm a little concerned about with all the talent that the Niners have. So I think the Niners. If they can get the running game going, it's going to leave some receivers open. Yeah. You're either going to try to guard McCaffrey or going to try to guard all of the receivers. <laughs> you can't do both. Yeah. Not when you got Debo as your headlining receiver out there as well. Uh, so I think the night, listen, Niners, here's the matchup for Sunday at 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific time in NBC. Tampa Bay going into Detroit. Now, I got to imagine Detroit, if they win, their fans are going to, you know, if Green Bay wins, if Green Bay wins later today and Detroit wins, it makes gives them an easier path to get to the Super Bowl, I think is no question. Um, so your thoughts on Tampa Bay and Detroit going into, uh, going into Detroit? I want to see Detroit win just so I can watch my Niners and this fantasy little <laughs> thing that's going on in Detroit. Tampa well, Bay, I think Detroit's going to pull it off. I, sure. I agree with you. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Lions. First time in their existence, they won a division title. 
first time in 30 years that they got into a playoff game and actually won a playoff game. I love Dan Campbell. He's done great things there. Um, Tampa Bay, in my opinion, Baker Mayfield's playing lights out the back half of the year. He didn't get off to a great start. Um, Can he carry it on the road in Detroit? I don't think so. I think Detroit will end. They're going to sink the Buccaneers. See, I did a Buccaneers ship, Pirate. They're going to sink the Buccaneers today, I think. The Detroit, like, the crowds are going so crazy right now for Detroit. Do you see the average ticket price for the game on Sunday? It's like $1,100. That's all? That's nothing in comparison to our Super Bowl tickets <laughs> for here. But $1,100. And, and for an area like Detroit, that can't be easy bank for people to. But, hey, for these people now, many of these people, these fans of the Lions are probably thinking, I never thought I'd see them win a, get into the playoffs, let alone a potential Super Bowl. Uh, they're going to get the money. People are going to be oh, there, yeah. and they're going to get – the place will be sold out. I think the big game for the weekend that everybody's looking forward to is the second game tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The Kansas City Chiefs, for the first time in uh, Patrick Mahomes' playoff career, is playing a playoff game on the road, and it happens to be in Buffalo, where that game last week with all the snow <laughs> and everything gets oh, the Steelers. Wow. No one could sit down. They couldn't get – obviously, they couldn't get the stadium cleaned out. It was crazy. Um, but Kansas City on the road for the first time. What do you think? Kansas City going to Buffalo. And historian, I know who your pick is, so you don't have to chime in here on this. <laughs> just to make the historian <laughs> mad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that the Chiefs have been playing like so on and off all season that it's gonna rock them to be like on the road. Mm-hmm. So I see Buffalo taking them. I think Buffalo is on their own mission. Also, they were six and six through the first 12 games. And then all of a sudden something clicked again with, for Josh Allen, they've been on a great run, 13 seconds. That's the only billboard material they need to put up in this run. Because if yep. you all remember last year's game against the, against the chiefs in Kansas city, you know, Mahomes goes down the field in 13 seconds and takes <laughs> and wins the game. Uh, they're going to be, their mission is not to have that happen. And I, I think it's going to be a close game. You know, it's going to be a run game, although Mahomes is not – actually, both these guys showed no fear in throwing the ball last week in terrible conditions. Neither of them have no fear in running the ball themselves either. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I think is going to be the key. And I think Allen, he broke for a 52-yard touchdown run, if I recall, last week. He uh, was, like, smoking the defenders, too. I was crazy. like, what the hell? I, I'm going to pick Buffalo in a close game, but I think uh, I think Buffalo is going to hold serve. Uh, so I'm with you, historian. So, you know, you know just – Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> um, other than that, you know, you got playoffs, you got hockey starting, college basketball is heating up in another month or so. People are going to start talking about the tournament for, for NCAA. Spring baseball is about to start in a couple of weeks for, for spring training. Um, what else? Basketball, you know, is, is in the midseason form right now. Oh. This is a great time to be a sports fan. And then for wrestling, I mean, we got some big pay-per-views coming up. Royal Rumble being one of the top four for WWE. And we're on the road to WrestleMania. And we're on the road to WrestleMania. So now's a good time to be a sports fan of any sport. And, of course, we're cross, we're cross-pollinating sports because we're also sports fans of some of these other sports. So oh, yeah. With that, I think we've, we've – listen, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah. So that's a good show except for one thing. We have so much built-up stuff we want to go after Chief on. So next week we have a two-hour show just so we can get it all out. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, Royal Rumble preview in hour number one next week. We're going to talk about the matches. Who do you think is going to be a surprise entrance? Some great names have been coming up in the chat room. It'll be interesting to see who will come out and win, let alone make their appearance. All right, uh, Mr. Matt, final thoughts as we say goodbye. Everybody have a good, safe week. Go 49ers, and we'll see you all next week. Absolutely. And, again, uh, reminder, top of the hour, Aaron's hour. We'll have a little twist today. Um John Stiles will be joining me in front of the camera because that's today in one hour because we're going to have his new protege take over and running the board and doing all the stuff that John usually does. So uh, God help us all because John taught this guy and well, we know how well that's going to work out. Anyway, we'll see you in an hour. Of course, he learns better than I teach. There you go. (laughs) 9 a.m. next week. Thoughts count anywhere, Mr. Babcock. So make sure you note that for next week's show. As always, be kind to everybody. Why? We're all we have. See you next week. We're right here on Thoughts Count. Anywhere. Thank you for watching.